You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 44. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be with you today. I hope you are having a good week. Happy Wednesday, or whenever you are listening to this, it gets released on Wednesday mornings every other week. And I am just so delighted to be with you and to be regularly podcasting again. I hope you're enjoying the segments here. So before we go to the coaching session with Kayla, and I'll tell you about that in a bit, I wanted to share with you something that happened yesterday. So I was working with a coaching client and my coaching client said something that I find a lot of people say to me. And what she said is, you're so positive and optimistic about business and life. I want to be more like that. And I said, you know what? I didn't used to be like this. And it's true. I did not used to be a very positive person. I was not totally negative. I wouldn't say that. But I didn't really look at the glasses half full more as half empty. And I was explaining to her, she said, well, how did you go from, you know, being the way you were to being this really optimistic, positive person? And I said a couple things that I want to share with you today, because if you're feeling like you're in a slump, if you were feeling you know, down, if you're feeling a bit hopeless about your business or, you know, whatever you're going through, we go through different things in our lives. And I want to reach out to those of you that are having a hard time and share my own experience. So what I said to her, which is what I say to the people that say this to me because I don't want everybody to think that I was just, I've always been super positive and super optimistic. I do feel like I am that person today, but again, that's not how I was a few years ago. So one of the things that I really had to look at is my body and how am I treating my body? And what I realize about me is that I am somebody who really, really needs to exercise regularly. In fact, I could probably exercise every single day pretty hardcore for an hour, and that would be great. You know, not everybody's like that. Some people need rest days, and I do give myself a rest day one or two days a week, but typically I work out at least five days a week. So that definitely has been something that's really helped me. And, you know, when I talk about being positive and optimistic, those qualities really extend to my business as well as my life. And I believe that they've really helped me be one of the factors that has enabled me to be successful in business as well as my life. So that's why I'm bringing it up today. So your mode of exercise, what you enjoy, what what your body really loves may be totally different from what mine needs and loves. And what I've discovered for myself is that I need pretty hardcore workout. <laughs> so what I do is I go to Orange Theory. It is a one-hour group fitness workout. And what I love about Orange Theory, there are many things, but probably the biggest thing that I love is that it's in a group and also that you have to commit to it. And if you don't show up without giving eight hours notice, it's sort of like having a pet business, right? If your clients cancel, you charge them, right? It's the same thing with Orange Theory. If you don't show up, they will charge you. Even though you're paying a monthly fee, You've taken up space for somebody who really wanted to attend, who wasn't able to. 
So it really creates a level of commitment, which I feel like is a really important factor for me in terms of exercises, committing to it, right? So signing up on the app and then really thinking, am I going to be able to do it at that time and committing to it? Now, granted, I have sometimes not shown up because I've been sick or, you know, I just feel like it's not a good idea for me to be there or I just am feeling lazy that day. (laughs) But, you know, knowing that I have to pay makes a huge difference. So that's one thing that has really led to me being, I believe, more positive and optimistic. Also, it sounds very simple, but drinking a lot of water, I mean, especially because I'm working out a lot, I do need to drink a lot of water. But even so, even if I'm having a rest day, I still try to drink many glasses of water each day. I feel like the hydration really makes a difference in terms of my mood, uh, my energy level, my clarity. It's just so, so important. And in tandem with that is eating well. Um, I have been doing a keto diet. I'm not saying that this is for everyone. Some people really don't do well on this kind of diet. I really thrive when I'm doing keto and I don't do it, you know, all the time. I go through periods where I take a break from it, but I really find that it helps me. It's basically no sugar, no flour. It's a lot of protein and fat. And it helps me have a lot of clarity. And I feel like it it also has given me a lot more energy. And then there are two things that came to mind when I was talking to my coaching client yesterday and sharing with her what, what I do in terms of having a really juicy, wonderful life, you know, outlook on life, is I try to spend time with at least one friend a week. Sometimes I spend time with more friends that week, but at least once I have in-person time with a friend. And what I found is that that in-person time really makes a difference. There's something about connecting in real life. <laughs> you know, a lot of us are on social media, we're connecting on social media. That is not satisfying. I mean, it can be a little bit satisfying, but I really see it as going to eat fast food instead of eating really nourishing food that fuels your body, right? Connecting through social media is like fast food, whereas for me, connecting in real time with a friend, having quality time with that friend has made such a difference for me when I'm doing it on a regular basis. And just so you know, for exercise, even though I've gotten to very strong and empowering habit of exercise, as well as seeing at least one friend a week in real time, I still have many moments where when I put that on the calendar, either the exercise or the friend time, I don't want to go. When that time comes, I'm like, ah, I'm tired. I can think of a million other things to do, but I force myself to go. And, you know, 99.9% of the time, either if I'm exercising or visiting a friend, I always feel better or nearly almost always. That's why I say 99.9%. You know, almost always I feel better and I'm so glad I did it and that I pushed through my resistance. And a lot of pet business owners are very isolated. And with that comes a sense of loneliness, which can really cause us, or for my own self when I'm feeling lonely, to really eat you know, not so well as a way to comfort myself, to kind of let go of the exercise because I just, eh, what's the point? You know, it kind of takes me down. And so I really want to encourage you guys to, if you're feeling resistant to doing the good things in your life, to imagine how you're going to feel after and really take note of how you feel after so that you can think about that next time you're feeling resistance. So the final thing that I do, and there are many things that I do to increase my, you know, happiness level, my optimism level, but this is another very solid one that I know has a direct 
relationship to how happy I feel. And that is getting out of my routine at least once a day and shaking things up, even if it's five minutes. You know, let's say I have a bunch of coaching clients or I'm working on a book. I've been writing, you know, my next book. And so what I will do is I will get out of that routine. Even for five minutes, I will go in my backyard and listen to the birds. Maybe I'll take a hot tub during the day, which is kind of unusual for me. I usually do that at night. I'll do something that's different. You know, I might even go to the local coffee shop and get a chai. I don't usually have chai or coffee outside of my home for some reason. You know, I don't have anything against it. It's just not something I typically do. So that feels kind of like a treat for me. Maybe I'll even go for a walk around the neighborhood. You know, even like a five or 10 minute walk around the neighborhood can really make a difference. And cause me to, when I come back to my office, to really have fresh eyes on whatever I'm working with, to have a fresh perspective on my life, and to really bring some new energy and vitality to my day. So what can you do today to increase your happiness level? I recommend as an action step today, even if you just think about it, to identify what brings you happiness and joy. And this is something that when I'm coaching people who have been workaholics in a way, you know, maybe they don't identify themselves as that or I don't identify them as that, but they feel that they're working a lot. I will say what brings you happiness and a lot of them will be stumped. So if you're feeling stumped when I ask that question, you're not alone. And I want you to explore that today. You know, when you're driving around, when you're doing your dishes today, when you're walking dogs, whatever you're doing, just kind of hold that question in your mind. What can I do to increase my happiness level? Because again, when we begin to increase our happiness level or optimism for life and our business, it impacts every area of our life. It really does. Okay, so now I want to tell you about today's coaching session with Kayla. She has had her home-based dog boarding and dog daycare business for over 15 years. And she is really excited about wanting to add the new service of daytime dog adventures and field trips. She already does dog walking, but she really wants to add these dog adventures. She's confused about how to even create a little bit of time in her schedule to begin offering this service. She is literally working from morning until night. And she knows that in order to create space in her schedule, she really does need to hire somebody to help with her dog boarding and dog daycare. But because she's been doing the business for so many years and she could even do it in her sleep, she has no idea even how she does what she does so she could train someone. So the whole thing feels really overwhelming to her. And on top of this, because she's working a lot, she feels really exhausted. So some of you may be able to relate to this and perhaps the thought of having to expend more energy to find someone feels really draining for you. And if so, you're going to get a lot out of this session. And even if that's not you, I really want you to open up to the possibility of what you can get out of this session. There's a lot that she's going to share in her vulnerability here in this session. And I'm just so, so delighted to have worked with Kayla. So let's dive into her segment and I will see you on the other side of her coaching session. Before we dive into today's podcast, I have something to share with you. If you want to take what you are learning in these podcast episodes and actually apply it in your own pet business, to not just listen to these segments, but actually have your hand held through the process of taking your business to the next level, 
you'll want to check out the Catapult Anytime Access Pet Business Program. It's a four-week online program that you can attend whenever you like and wherever you are at in the world. The Catapult program will help you find and hire great people, provide inexpensive and free marketing ideas that will help you get your ideal clients, and support you to remove the blocks that are standing in the way of you taking your pet business to the next level. And that is just the beginning of what Catapult's about. It comes with a 90-page Catapult guidebook, interactive class recordings, and a private Facebook group to support you in your next level journey. To find out more and read testimonials about what past Catapult graduates have experienced from attending the program, visit sfpbacademy.com forward slash catapult. That's Six Figure Pet Business Academy, sfpbacademy.com forward slash catapult. And now for this week's podcast episode. All right, Kayla. Hello, my dear. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm hanging in there just watching the snowfall. Oh, I know. You were going to have a blizzard today, right? We, Is that yes, happening? We're having, we are. It's happening right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> kind of. Not. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. So tell me a little bit about your business and what you want help with. Okay. Well, I've been in the pet care business for about 15 years. Mm -hmm. I started as pet sitting and dog walking, and it's basically evolved into a very successful boutique dog boarding business um, over the past 10 years or so. The next chapter is going to be adding dog daycare adventures. Um, We live in the mountains, Mm -hmm. so we're going to bring dogs from Denver to do daycare. My biggest problem always has been and struggle is delegating and asking for help. I've had employees, good and bad, but uh, this last summer I had a fantastic employee who really opened my eyes to what could be. And um, so what I I need help with is basically it's just, it's 100% me. I do everything and I need to put some systems and protocols in place so that I can properly train someone to come in and help me. And I'm just basically, what I feel like I do all the time is just keep myself afloat, but never move forward because I'm so Mm -hmm. working in the business. I also would like to delegate to or outsource my things that I'm not good at, like um, my finance, my accounting. Um, It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I don't like it. I don't, I'm not good at it. And I just have not taken that leap to ask for the help and to find somebody to help me. So basically I just need to learn, set up some kind of system where I can have some help so I can focus more on this next adventure that I'm going into and, and set it up properly. Okay, great. So when you say accounting, is it actually like a monthly bookkeeper that you're wanting? I think I need have to help you. Base- yes, and I think what I would love to do is probably have somebody set everything up for me um, so that yep. I am properly set up instead of just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> okay, great, good. I think that would be good. And I'm a big believer in delegating, uh, in delegating, period, but also especially delegating things that we're either not good at or we don't like, and usually those two are the same. You yeah. know, what we don't <laughs> like, we we typically don't do, or we put mm-hmm. off, right? Exactly. And then, so mm-hmm. having somebody do it is very, very helpful. Um, so a couple ways, let's start there, because that's probably keeping you stuck and in Vegas around Mm -hmm. finances and expenses and all that. Okay, great. So what I'd like you to do, there are a number of ways you could find a great bookkeeper. One of them is reaching out to other self-employed people that you know and asking them who, if they have a bookkeeper, Um, some people just post on Facebook, you know, on your personal Mm -hmm. profile and say self-employed 
friends? Do you have a fantastic bookkeeper that you work with on a regular ongoing basis that you would highly recommend? So that's one way just to get the personal referrals. Ideally, it'd be good for you to have somebody local who can Mm -hmm. like sit with you initially and kind of show you how they set it up. I am a big believer and advocate for people really knowing what's happening financially, even if they're not doing it. You know, it's really important Mm -hmm. for you to know, just watch her as she sets it up, whether she's using QuickBooks Online or Quicken or Mint or whatever, you know, and you may want to do some demos of these financial software systems so that you're choosing one, even if she sets it all up, you're choosing one that works the way your brain works instead Mm -hmm. of the way her brain works or him, whoever you pick Mm -hmm. as as your bookkeeper. If and when you ever need to do it yourself, you know, it won't be as complicated or challenging as it might be if you're just saying, here, you do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And having them pick the system. It's really important for you to pick the system, even if they're the ones who are entering all the information. So that's the first thing. The other thing that you can do to find someone if you ask in your business circle and nobody has anybody, if you have an accountant, you could ask your accountant if they can recommend a bookkeeper that's fantastic. You want to make sure you get somebody great. And preferably somebody that can talk to you about numbers. Again, even though they would be doing the data entry and all of that, you want to be able to communicate with them and have them communicate with you in a way that helps you understand what they're saying and doing, right? So that it's Mm -hmm. not this complicated um, language (laughs) that you don't understand because it's already kind of nerve wracking for people that are nervous around numbers and math and all of that. So if you have somebody who's very calming and can communicate with you in a really clear way, that's going to help you feel more comfortable around it, around the numbers, having that kind of guide to help. Um, The other thing that you can do if, if you've approached your accountant and you don't find anybody, if you've asked in your business circle, is you could post an ad on Upwork. That's U-P, yeah, W-O-R-K, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. And there are a number of bookkeepers on there. Ideally, I recommend that you get somebody in your area. It's not a necessity, but I think Mm -hmm. it would be helpful for you to be able to sit down with that person face-to-face, you know, even if there was somebody like in a 30-mile radius. Okay, so you could post an ad for free on that site, and that'll be really helpful for you. Okay, great. Now, going back to the hiring piece, so you had said you want to be able to delegate, you want to be able to train them, you want to have systems set in place. So because you want to train them, you are going to want to hire employees rather than ICs. I don't know if correct that was yes. a question. Okay, great. So yeah, I get on that. Yeah, employees. Yes, I'm all set up for it. I just feel that I'm ineffective at training them because I don't have systems in place. They're all in my head. So okay, got um, it. So here's what I want you to do. We want to get it out of your head and Mm -hmm. onto paper. Okay. So there are a few things that you can do if you feel more comfortable doing like an audio of yourself. You could do a voice, you know, memo (laughs) about Mm -hmm. it. Um, And you could just begin to brainstorm about the different duties that you do in terms of whether it be the pet sitting or the dog walking. And what I want you to do is like, or you can type it out and just do bullet points. Mm -hmm. If you do an audio recording, you can have somebody transcribe it or there are, you know, apps that can transcribe data too you know, that are really inexpensive. So it just depends on what's, you know, your preference. But what I want you to do is before you do this, before you begin to either talk it or write it out, I want you to just get really still and quiet and imagine that you are driving up to that house, right? And then what happens? So for you, you've been doing it for what, 15 years, I think you said? 
Yes, we've um, been doing it 15 years. Right now, we're just dog boarding, though. We don't do the pet sitting anymore. Oh, I phased that out. Got it. Yeah. Okay, but but you want to bring that back? Is that right? And have staff mm, do it? No, I do not. We're, oh, um, okay. we're moving into more of a dog adventure. Got uh, it. Okay. Yeah, so um, it'd be a basically a day- daycare, but it's an adventure daycare. Okay, so you're taking people's dogs on adventures. Yes. Okay. And to get to that point, I need to also uh, hand over basically the dog boarding. I need help with Got that because I'm fully oh. immersed in running that as well. Got it. So just clarification for me so that I can help mm-hmm. you. Are Do you have a facility or do you have a home that people bring dogs? How does that work? It's a, home, it's a home-based facility. We do have a facility okay. that is on our property. So, um, okay, it great. Is, yeah. So it's not okay. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 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 Perfect. Perfect. I work with a lot of people that have that, um, home-based dog boarding facility, um, doggy daycare. So I've, I'm familiar with that for sure. Okay. Um, Great. And so are you wanting to hire people who can run that, like be there you know, to take those dogs out so they would then come to your home, kind of round up the dogs and then take them on adventures or how are you wanting this to work? Just so I'm clear. Right. Yeah. So I can clarify it for you. Basically, while we're getting the adventure portion up and running, I do want somebody to be here with the dogs that are here for boarding and um, got to, you know, basically be there for them. And then we can focus on the new business which would be we 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 need to be away from here to to operate that business so um that's what i'm looking for yeah so i'm you know i know how to i've done this for so long i know it back and forth yes to train somebody i'm at a loss (laughs) okay i get it so now that i know exactly what you're going to be starting with at least which is the dog boarding and daycare in your home so facilities. Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is just, and again, this is very simple. You may be like, oh God, of course, but because you've been doing it so long, you just, you could do it in your sleep. But exactly. in order to train someone, it's really important to really clarify exactly what you're doing. So again, going back to getting still and quiet mm-hmm. first. So that it's almost like you're clearing the slate of your mind and imagining okay. yourself, you know, as if there's somebody there and you're about to train them. But, you know, it's an invisible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then what I want you to do is either verbally say, here's the first thing, you know, and you dumb it down if you need to, not for whoever you're going to be training, but just even for yourself, so that it is so simplistic, like you walk through this door, or I walk through this door, mm-hmm. and I do this, you know, I, you walk out your day and talk out your day as if okay. you were explaining it to an alien, <laughs> somebody okay. from another country, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That yeah. you're so you're you're saying it in such like almost like you're talking to a kid. Okay. It can be helpful when we when we think about really if we want to kind of dumb something down in order to get clear about what exactly we're doing, we want to mm-hmm. think about talking about it as if we're talking to a kid who needs it in very simplistic terms. Okay. And it might even help you if you have your voice memo phone and for you to kind of walk through it. So maybe it's hard for you to imagine it if you're, let's say, Mm -hmm. in your bedroom and you're doing it. That might not work for you. It might work great. But if you're finding that doesn't work, then what I want you to do is actually do it. Like start a day and talk it. You know, now I'm feeding the dogs from this particular cabinet. I find the food, you know, I mean, really like simple, simple, simple. Okay. Because you really do want to spell it out 
what seems obvious to you will not seem obvious to your new staff member. It just won't. I found that to be true, yes. Yep, yep. And so the more clarity, the better. And that's why I really recommend that people hire employees rather than ICs so that they can really (laughs) clarify, you know, what exactly needs to be done. Because when you don't, things fall through the cracks. And it's sometimes not even the staff member's fault. You know, it's just like Mm -hmm. they didn't know and they weren't trained. So, yeah, so that's, you know, you'll find what works best for you, whether it's recording it, it, whether it's like writing it and then stopping and then, you know, maybe you feed the dogs and then you come back and then you're like, okay, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. And just imagine that you're with someone who's very young or from another country and doesn't speak English very well, you know, and, okay. and so you're explaining it to them in a very simple way so that they can really understand. Okay. Yeah. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. So that's really the first step is the job description. Um, And I don't know if you've heard me talk, if you've ever attended a webinar with me or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but I, you know, okay. So I have talked on some of my webinars about an application packet that I created in Mm -hmm. my own business. Yeah. So you can create your own, you know, if you want to get mine, you can. It's not specific for dog boarding, but it mm-hmm. has descriptions of a lot of things. And it basically is a packet that you would send to anyone that's even possibly interested in the job that you think could be a good fit. You know, where you place okay. an ad, you get, yeah, you get, you know, an email back saying, I'm very interested. And then you send them the packet so that you're not wasting a lot of time talking to them on the phone, meeting them in person, you first want to gather information and you do that by sending them an application packet that they then fill out and they email it back to you. And you want to make sure to be clear that they send it back within a certain amount of time, like say seven days, you Mm -hmm. know, and rather than say, please send it back in seven days, I would say, please send it back by Friday, you know, whatever the date is seven days from when you send it, you know, because again, clarity is so important and you want to set them up for success, you know, Mm -hmm. and really start it off on the right foot so that there's a lot of clarity. And it doesn't mean if you get this packet back that they're going to be an absolute fit, but it's more likely that they will because it takes a lot of time and energy to fill out the packet. 
and yeah. maybe half of the packets that you send out will come back to you. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, okay. <laughs> you know, not all of them will come back. Some people will look at this and be like, this is too much work. And that's great because you've weeded yeah. out the ones who aren't willing to work hard. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I know you said, you know, you need to train them so that, like I said, the first step is really writing a job description. So mm-hmm. any questions around that or, you know, what else in terms of the training feels kind of confusing for you? I think I'm good on that. It's just what I'm really struggling with is I just have too much to do and I don't know where to start as far as um, letting any of that go or who to give it to or um, how to, you know, I still kind of in limbo about which direction to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just so you know, anytime we hire someone, it's actually, we have to expend even more energy. And usually Mm -hmm. when we're at that point of wanting to hire, we're kind of maxed out already. But the gift is if you can kind of hunker through that and be willing to go through that pain of like, I'm burnt out. And yet, you know, I need to hire somebody, which takes energy. I need to train someone that also takes energy. But on the other side of that is more time, more freedom, more energy. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like I was describing this to a coaching client a couple of weeks ago who's on the podcast. And I said, it's like you're running on a marathon and you know, you're at mile 24 and you have to run two more miles. And I'm saying, and you're exhausted and you're like, forget this. Like I am mm-hmm. fried and I don't even know where to go. And so, and I'm there as your cheerleader going, sweetheart, I know you're fried. I know you're super tired. If you can just go two more miles, it's going to take like a lot out of you to do that. But then you get to rest and you can take like three weeks off and go to the Bahamas if you want, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So the light at the end of the tunnel is you will have a life again and you'll have more Mm -hmm. clarity. And, you know, I really equate it with, you know, because you're wearing all the hats right now, which is typical for a lot of business owners. But what happens is imagine you're the captain of a ship. And instead of being, you know, at the helm of the ship, you know, steering the boat, you're actually in the belly of the ship working hard. And you mm-hmm. can see there's no vision there in the belly of the ship at all. Right. And mm-hmm. so hiring is going to enable you to actually climb the stairs, but it requires climbing, right? And maybe mm-hmm. expending more energy by the climb, Right. But then you'll mm-hmm. be out there with that clear vision of the sea all around you. And, you know, hey, this is where I want to go now. So hiring really is the first step to starting these other services, service offerings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know that, but it will require you to expend more energy. And so whatever you can do, to fill the well of yourself. And what I mean by that is self-care. You know, self-care mm-hmm. gets bandied around all the time, so much so that the word is kind of limp now. Like it yeah. just doesn't have a lot of meaning. It's like self-care, self-care, self-care. But mm-hmm. what I want you to do is to really think about, you know, instead of even thinking about self-care, think what will replenish me? What fills up my tank? Maybe it's getting to bed earlier and allowing yourself to sleep in a little bit later. You know, because whatever you can do to fill the tank is going to enable you to run those next two miles to actually Mm -hmm. expend the energy to hire. You know, for me, I mean, I can tell you what I do. So hiking for me, even though it's, you know, exerting it's really restorative because I'm in nature you know I just love my particular trail that I hike I'm connecting with myself 
you know, I'm quiet. I'm not, I don't have technology around me, my phone, my computer. It's just me and the birds and the woods mm-hmm. and the dirt, you know, and that is really soulful for me. And it just brings me back, you know, and like baths do that, my hot tub, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like taking a long vacation. It can just be to, to begin to scatter these replenishing activities even if it's just like 20 minutes into your day like you know once a day you'll Mm -hmm. begin to feel like there's a higher purpose for what you're doing when you're in the slog of it like in that belly of the ship you lose Mm -hmm. sight of why you're doing what you're doing right yeah that's for sure (laughs) yep yep So another action step I want to give you, in addition to writing the job description for this wonderful new staff member who's going to show up after you've identified, you know, what they're going to be doing. (laughs) The other thing I want you to do is to write a list of what's restorative for you. Sometimes we actually need to write it down and have that list where you can see it so that you're reminded of you know, here are the things that bring me back to my center and that are going to really keep me on track to do the things I need to do in order to give myself the gift of more time, freedom, and energy. Okay. Yeah. I'm writing this all down, so. <laughs> great. That's great. Yeah. That's okay. Fine. Yep. And it's good to have some, you know, like these little bits of quiet, you know, right now. Those help fill the well, too, right? Yes. How often do we just sit and experience the silence in a conversation just for a moment? We're always rushing to Mm -hmm. fill it. Yeah, that's definitely true. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to just simplify things and get things in order where I feel like I can turn it over to somebody eventually, you know, and have them do what I do. Yes. So be a manager basically of the business. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Great. Yeah. I have to say in my own business, that was really such a huge turning point. It allowed me to, you know, begin to step away from the business for large chunks of time Mm -hmm. and, you know, to have weekends off and then eventually to travel for months at a time. And so that can come. Don't expect it right away. The first step is really getting the support that you need, you know, with the care of the animals, start the dog care, but then once you've done that, then you can, you're going to be up above on the ship, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to look and think, okay, I actually want to get off the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want to dock the ship and I want somebody else to like get on it and navigate it for a while so that I can do this other thing. Maybe it has to do with your business. Maybe it has to do with your personal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Both of those. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So going back to the systems and strategies. So again, what I want you to do is I want you to write down not only the job description for what you are doing in terms of caring for the dogs that, you know, you're taking care of in your boarding facility at home, but also write down the job description bullet points, you know, of what is the system, like when a new client calls or emails, what happens? Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, it's, you're used to doing it. It's like a flow, which is beautiful, right? But in Mm -hmm. order to train somebody, you have to be able to clarify, you know, I do this step one, step two, step three. So Mm -hmm. I think if you can begin to write down the different job descriptions and you want to start with returning calls, returning emails, 
updating the website, writing blog posts, you know, you can have different mm-hmm. categories like marketing would be, you know, one filled with bullet points of what you do to market, what you do when you are connecting with a client, mm-hmm. what happens then, you know, I, I get a client interview sheet and I began filling it out or I have them go on the software system and they fill it out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, that's how you can begin to create systems and strategies is getting very, you know, simple bullet points of what you do and when. Okay. And that's what a franchise would do, right? When somebody creates a franchise, mm-hmm. they simply create, you know, the systems and strategies of what to do and when. And how to do it, right? So it's not okay. rocket science. It's actually very easy. So if you're feeling hung up on like, oh, this feels really overwhelming, I just want to tell you, you've been doing this for over 15 years now. Yeah. So it's actually, you can totally do it. It's just you bringing in your awareness and getting somewhat meditative around what you're doing instead of like, you know, when we're driving and we're just driving, we don't even. Mm-hmm. Like, how did I get here? You know, where yeah. was I? Yeah. That's kind of you're on autopilot because you've been doing it so long. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to be able to do that. But what we want to do now is get you off autopilot for just a little while in order to gain awareness so that you can describe what you do and when. So that okay. when you bring people on to train them, you can you know, create a training manual for them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, this gives you some things to work with. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> To at does. least start out. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Aw. Well, I am excited for you. And, you know, I Thank just want to give you, you're welcome. I want to give you a lot of hope that, you know, I was where you are working a lot, like all the time. And, you know, through hiring really great people, including managers, I was able to, you know, just work a few days a week and have a great life. And that was something that I had kind of forgotten about. I had Mm -hmm. been working so much that I kind of forgot how to have a life. You know, I, I knew how to run a business, but I had forgotten how to how to have a life. And and then you get to pick and choose too what you actually want to do. You know, when you've delegated well, then you can go, Oh, I actually really love marketing. I'm gonna, you know, drum up some more business for us. And then you feel mm-hmm. really inspired, you know? Yeah. All right, my dear. Well, okay. I wish you all the best. And this is just, I Thank know it was a, kind of a quickie session, but, you know, I wish you all the best. And this is a start. There's more, but this is a start to at least get yourself facing in the right direction. Yes, absolutely. I have a lot of notes. And I thank okay, you so good. much for this opportunity. I appreciate Aww. it so much. You bet, Kayla. I'm happy to help. I really am. And Thank please you. keep in touch. I want to know how you're doing. So feel free okay. to send me an email and just say, here's how I'm doing. You know, <laughs> you okay. said you want to hear from me. Will. Here's how I'm doing. Yeah, because I okay. do. I want to know. Okay. Okay, fantastic. All right, my dear. All right. Have a wonderful okay. day. Okay, you take too. care. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed the segment with Kayla. I really enjoyed working with her. And I hope that you got some things out of it and that you can take some of that into your own pet business, whatever you learned today. I know each one of you may have gotten something totally different and that is fine. You are welcome to go to the show notes, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast forty and leave me a message there. I would love it. I would love to hear your comments. I would love to read your comments. You can feel free to email me. 
Also, I want to let you know, if you're on Instagram, I would love to connect with you there. I am PetBizCoach, P-E-T-B-I-Z, coach, all one word, and that is on Instagram, and I would love to connect with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, I have a small request. If you haven't reviewed the podcast, if you would be willing to write a very short review on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, I would be so grateful. I've had some of you ask, how do I do it on iTunes? It's a little bit confusing. So it's actually really simple if you know how to do it. (laughs) So basically what you do is you click that magnifying button, which is the search bar for podcasts. Even if you have subscribed to it, you do this in order to write a review. So you search for Prosperous Pet Business. It will come up. You click it, and then you scroll down, and you'll see Write a Review. And if you would be willing to just take 60 seconds to write a quick review, I would be so grateful. It is the way that pet business owners find out about the free podcasts. There are a lot of pet business owners who are in need of help and perhaps don't have the money to coach with me or buy my books for whatever reason, or they just want a little pick-me-up in their workday. And so that's why I do it. I want to offer and help and give support to those in need who perhaps don't have the resources to work with me yet because their businesses are just beginning. So if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you would just take a quick moment to write a quick review wherever you listen to it, I would be incredibly, incredibly grateful. I want to thank those of you who have written reviews recently. It means so much to me and I do notice them. (laughs) I check the reviews about once a week and it just feels so wonderful to see those of you that have contributed to those reviews. It, It just means a lot and I really, really appreciate it. And if you don't feel like doing it, no pressure at all. I promise just if you're feeling inspired. Thank you so much, everybody. I hope you have a beautiful day. Again, the show notes are at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 44. That's the number 44. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.